0: Salam, salam from the Springs. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 4th of August 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. Last week, we told you about Al Shabaab, a violent group based in Somalia, most countries deem a terrorist organization, and its unsuccessful attack on Ethiopia. After repelling the organization's attack, the National Defense Force worked on wiping out the remaining members of the group that had entered the country. The Air Force destroyed the depot where al-Shabaab was storing weapons. On Friday the 29th, the Defense Force's coordinating officer, Major General Tesfaya Ayalu, told the Ethiopian News Agency that the organization attacked again but the National Defense Forces defeated it once more, eliminating hundreds of the group's members and taking hold of its weapons in the process. It's been a while since Prime Minister Dr. Abiy Ahmed was seen in the media, which is unusual since people were used to seeing him on the news every now and then. Rumors were even circulating regarding his well-being. However, on Wednesday the 3rd, he was present in the macro- Economy Committee's Assembly and talked about the increase of the 2021-22 fiscal year's export, foreign investment, remittance, and other issues related to the economy. Since Ethiopia is a federal country, there are regions that enjoy considerable autonomy. Currently, the country has 11 regions, but it seems like this number is set to grow as tens of zones in the south held a series of assemblies this past week and decided that they were going to merge with neighboring zones to create their own region. Eleven zones, including Woleta, Gamo, and Gofa, have decided to unite with this purpose. But that's not all. The Silte, Hadiyah, Kambata, and Halaba zones have already agreed to come together. However, they are waiting to see if the Gurage Zone will join them. This week's main talking point all over the world is the U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan, which has resulted in the escalation of tension between the U.S. and China. Ethiopia is a longtime ally of both the U.S. and China, meaning that the Ethiopian government is closely following the story. The spokesman for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs Ambassador, Meles Alem, said that Ethiopia still follows the One China policy regarding this manner. In our previous episode, we also told you about a team of experts from the UN that was going to investigate human rights violations committed during the war between the central government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF. The team called for help and asked anyone. Who had information on human rights abuses perpetrated during the war to forward them what they know people who were able to submit the information online until Sunday, the 31st of July. On Saturday, the 30th, the UN's team also talked about human rights violations with the US Charge d'Affaires Ambassador, Tracy Ann Jacobson, and the US Special Envoy to the Horn of Africa, Mike Hammer. A few days later, on Tuesday, the 2nd of August, Hammer, Jacobson, and the EU's special envoy to the Horn of Africa, Annette Weber, and other representatives of the international community, traveled to the Tigray region and met with the TPLF's chairman, Debre Tzion Gebre Michael. Upon their return, the representatives brought a letter from the chairman to the federal government guaranteeing the safety. Of the workers going to Tigray to restore essential services like banks, telecom, electricity, among others. Speaking of the war, the federal police found almost 9 million birr, or 180,000 US dollars, being smuggled into Tigray at a checkpoint in Afar in a truck that had been rented by the International Committee of the Red Cross to deliver humanitarian aid. On Saturday, the 30th of July, the Red Cross issued a statement condemning the act and claiming that the committee had nothing to do with the money and that it was only concerned about delivering humanitarian aid. But that's not all about the Tigray region. Last week, we told you that the athletics team, which came in second at the World Athletics Championship in Eugene, Oregon, went back to Ethiopia and was invited. To a celebration at the national palace on thursday the 28th however some of the athletes who represented ethiopia in the world stage are from the Tigray region and weren't able to celebrate with their families because of tensions between the tplf and the government so the athletics federation president and former olympic gold medalist Derarfu fu tulu urged both the government and the tplf officials to come to terms. She said that Tigrayan athletes hadn't had the opportunity to see their families and that she hopes that the government will solve this issue. A few weeks back, we told you about Elaine's journalist, Alazar Twerfey's arrest after he was suspected of protesting the government's tree planting campaign and supporting Sri Lanka's insurrection. Last week, on Thursday the 28th, he was released on bail. Angola's Minister of External Affairs, Tete Antonio, was in Addis this past week. He sat down with Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Foreign Affairs, Demeke Mekonen. They talked about the historical bilateral relations between both countries and their willingness to work together in the economic sector. On that note about ministries, the Ministry of Women and Social Affairs has revealed that more than 1,000 Ethiopians living in dreadful conditions in Saudi Arabia have come back home on Monday, the 1st of August. The ministry also said that it has prepared accommodation and is taking care of the returnees. The price of fuel has been steadily rising in the past few months, which increased the inflation rate, even though another price increase was expected. The Ministry of Trade and Regional Integration has revealed that aside from aircraft fuel, prices will remain the same until the 5th of September. The 12th grade university entrance national exams have been very controversial these past few years as exam papers were stolen beforehand and distributed in some regions. The Ministry of Education is working on a more secure exam as the Minister of Education Professor. Berhanu Nega revealed on the 31st of July that there will be 12 codes that will completely scramble the questions so that no one can cheat. Professor Berhanu also said that the exam will be held in federal institutions and universities. He said that this measure will significantly reduce the risk of exam papers getting stolen. Ethio Telecom has revealed that it has earned 61 billion burr or about 1.2 billion u.s dollars in the 2021-22 budget year achieving almost 88 percent of its goal for the year the company was happy with the result and it even gave out free data text messages and airtime for all subscribers for three days beginning from the 28th of july reports have come out claiming that the company aims to expand to neighboring country Djibouti and that the company's officials traveled there to evaluate the market. Speaking of billions in revenue, the Commercial Bank of Ethiopia, which is the biggest bank in the country, has revealed that total deposit has reached almost 900 billion burr, which is about 18 billion US dollars. This fiscal year's profit is the bank's highest ever as it ranked in 27.5 billion burr, which is half a billion U.S. dollars. The bank's total asset has grown to over a trillion burr, or over 25 billion U.S. dollars. And to wrap up this edition, let's talk about some sports news. Ethiopian Football Federation election which have been a source of controversy over the years, will be held on the 27th of August. The Federation's election committee has revealed the candidates. There will be 26 candidates gunning for a spot on the Federation Executive Committee and three candidates for president. They are former Customs and Revenue Director General and current Amhara Bank Chairman, Melaku Funta, current president, Asayas Jira, and Tukucha Alamun That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Is there anything about these updates you'd like to change? Give us some feedback at ethiopia at rorshock.com or message us on Instagram or Twitter at Rorschach Ethiopia. Ciao!